the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Well, it's almost time to have your voice heard in the next municipal election, but it can be a little hard to keep up with what's going on locally, especially. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and today I'm talking with London Free Press reporter Megan Stacy about next month's municipal election, just to get the lay of the land and touch on what some of the issues are, who some of the candidates are. Hey, Megan, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So nice to chat with you about this because I know this is this is kind of the t- the time where you shine as a city hall reporter. This is your time of of year, right? Election time. <laughs> I don't know about shining. I'm sure going to do my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's just talk generally because um, municipal elections are a little harder for people to get into to know some of the local candidates. It's not you know, it's just harder. It's just harder to keep up with stuff. So let's kind of give everybody a lay of the land right now. Um, And we'll talk just about, there is a lot of turnover. That's the one thing I did notice. There's going to be a lot of turnover from the current council to the next council. uh, And the election is October 24th. So are are there lots of open seats and what's happening with that? For sure. I think that's really going to be one of the main points and one of the main, um, you know, some of the main races to watch this time around, because you're right, we have about five open ward seats, um, councillors mostly, Jesse Helmer, Maureen Cassidy, uh, Josh Morgan, and Councillor Stephen Turner are not running again for their seats. Josh Morgan, of course, is running for another office for mayor, but that altogether leaves those five open wards. So those are always really interesting because you know you're going to have a new face guaranteed, and we've got a lot of new names and new faces kind of stepping in, um, you know, putting their names on the ballot and making a run in those wards. So it's going to be really interesting to see. I think there's a lot, as you say, it's so hard for people to Uh, stay in the know to get to know these people and I think mostly because people don't care so we're really hoping that people are going to care and pay attention but I think a lot of these candidates you know even from my perspective as someone who follows this are really still finding their feet like there are a ton of names uh, I'm seeing that really have no online presence, nowhere where you could go um, to find out about them, to learn, you know, what is your platform? What do you want to do on city council? So it's certainly going to be interesting. We have um, just, just shy of two months here. So lots, lots of time left, but this is really the crunch time, right? The nominations closed August 19th and sort of after Labor Day until the election is kind of that that's sprint that last uh, period where things really get humming so it's yeah. going to be really interesting to see we've got as I say that so that's words three four uh, five seven and eleven that are open wow. and uh, some other interesting races too not to say the open the open ward seats are the only ones but I think that'll be where a lot of the attention is focused uh, at least you know speaking personally there's some interesting races shaping up there and lots of candidates that we want to help readers and voters get to know sure are there any uh, tight races that we already can we already can see our tight races? I mean, we still have a long way to go during the campaign, but what are the tight, tight ones that you're seeing so far? Yeah, I would call it Ward 11 for sure. So that's where Councillor Stephen Turner um, is not running again. He's he's stepping aside. And we had two, uh, there's a number of candidates, but we had two candidates come out especially early. Uh, and so that's always interesting. You know, you know somebody uh, really has been thinking about it likely for a while, uh, probably has a strong team in place and really wants to hit the ground running. So Skylar Frank, who um, is uh, taking a little break from her position at the 
as the head of the London Environmental Network. Uh, she's also a past Urban League president, like Stephen Turner. So she's uh, stepped up there. She threw her name in the ring. Uh, she also just had a baby. So I think she, she was taking a few weeks to, to get, uh, get her feet under her as a new mom. Uh, and then she'll be back out on the campaign trail. And Councillor Turner has actually endorsed Frank. Um, you know, so he's kind of pointing pointing his ward towards uh, Frank saying, you know, this is a candidate like me, uh, very similar politics from the two of them, right? Progressive, um, both with that urban league background, city building, environmental, that sort of thing. Uh, and then you've got a uh, another big name, Jeremy McCall. He runs Dad Club London. So I think a lot of Londoners would know his name, um, you know, from uh, nonprofit type activities, fundraisers, uh, things that the dad club does. And he's come out pretty strongly as well. Um, you know, clearly has a, a team behind him and, and he's got a big website up and running with all sorts of, uh, you know, pledges and promises and, and transparency and, and all that. So uh, there are a couple of other candidates in that ward too, but I would say those are two of the strongest and they're likely going to be going head to head. So that'll be really interesting. Yeah. I think a couple of these open wards will be interesting and potentially quite tight. Word three is sort of an interesting one. You've got um, a wide variety of candidates. You've got a uh, former school board trustee. Well, current school board trustee who's going to be vacating that position. That's Peter Cuddy. Uh, and then you've got a number of new names and faces, uh, you know, who are trying to, to break in and, and trying to tell the ward why they're the best to represent. Um, uh, you've got Ainsley Graham and Bob Wright, a number of other names in that ward as well. Ward four is going to be kind of an interesting one. You've got a lot of new folks trying to, um, to break in. That, of course, is another open ward because Councillor Helmer won't be running again. And, um, you know, a, a well-known name, Stephen Orser, is trying to regain that seat, which he held before he was defeated by Jesse Helmer. So that's going to be um, probably a, an interesting and One lively race. Can we call right. it lively? That's lively. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple others that I'm sure will be interesting, but those are some of the ones I'm looking at right now, uh, especially as, you know, we kind of get to know the candidates. Now, let's talk a little bit about the mayor's race, because uh, Mayor Ed Holder is not running again, so we will have a new mayor. Um, uh, uh, there's a couple of names I, I see that are maybe ones to watch. Josh Morgan, a deputy mayor, he was a, a councillor, and Khalil Ramal, who was a, an MPP for years, he's also running for mayor too. So what are, you, what are you predicting with the mayor's race? What are you seeing with that? And do you think, and I know that Ed Holder has endorsed uh, Josh Morgan, is that right? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have a total of 10 candidates running, but I think it's fair to say, uh, you know, that that Josh Morgan and and perhaps Khalil Ramal as well are, are kind of the front runners favorite there. Um, you know, it's it's pretty difficult, I would say, to run against uh, a sitting politician, right? He, Josh Morgan is the deputy mayor. He's had several terms on council before that. He was head of the library board. Uh, you know, that is a ton of name recognition. There's a voting record there. There's years and years of relationship building. You know, the political stuff that you either love or hate showing up at every barbecue and community event, shaking hands, cutting ribbons. And especially as deputy mayor, and especially as deputy mayor, under Mayor uh, Ed Holder, you know, who has taken some time off for illness. Uh, he's taken a number of periods of vacation, um, you know, especially once COVID kind of died down. So during those times, you've got Morgan, you know, stepping up to do all of the things that a, a mayor 
many of the things that a mayor normally does and getting all the attention and building that name recognition even further, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody said to me the other day, well, I mean, even now you see him at everything and not necessarily as a mayoral candidate, but as acting mayor. So, I mean, it, it's it's pretty tough to fight against that. Obviously, a uh, former MPP, Khalil Ramal, that, that's, um, you know, he's got political experience and he's got the ability to raise money, um, likely, right? He's got a good network. And I, I've uh, heard that about, about Khalil, that he is, he's a good fundraiser. So mm. definitely some potential there. Um, London pastor Sandy Thomas, she entered the race on the very last day, but with quite a, a crew that came to City Hall to support her. Uh, and I certainly see, you know, her advertising on social media. A number of other candidates have actually run for the post before. Uh, so you've, you've got a, you know, a crowded field there. But I think um, it is it is pretty tough to go up against um a deputy mayor who's got the endorsement sure. of the outgoing mayor. I've heard it frankly called a coronation for, for Morgan. Um, so I, 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 it's going to be very interesting to see. And I think there's going to still be a lot of tough questions asked of Josh Morgan. It doesn't mean that necessarily it's, um, you know, a, a cakewalk to, to victory there, but I think it's, he's, he's a pretty, um, pretty challenging guy to knock off when you consider, right. you know, the way that his career has unfolded and uh, what he's done to get himself in this position at this time. Sure. We keep hearing from a lot of candidates and we've heard this over the last, you know, over the last term, candidates are, are stepping down or just not running again, saying it's time for new perspectives. It's time to get some new blood and, and fresh perspectives and fresh views on council. Um, do you see that happening this year? Do we need that? What's what's your take on all of that? Is that actually what's happening? Are we getting some fresh views? Such a good question, Rachel. And uh, personally, there's a lot of hope out there, but I also think some of these situations are pretty disappointing, right? You had a number of counselors leaving, essentially saying more women and more diverse uh, voices should be at the table. Um, and that's all well and good to say, but... <laughs> what does that mean in practice, right? Are you endorsing? Are you teeing up someone? You know, are you passing on the knowledge that you've gained over several terms on council, um, you know, to allow somebody uh, to make that play? We all know how difficult it is, or if you don't, you should, how difficult it is to run uh, for a seat on city council, right? I mean, it takes a lot of resources. It takes time, energy, money, volunteers. Um, that means you've got to have a network or build a network, right? So it's pretty difficult, especially for someone who's, uh, you know, perhaps coming from a marginalized background or doesn't have the same access to resources, you know, who's going to take care of your kids while you're out canvassing, just right. for example, right? So, yep. so many barriers. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head too. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's been an interesting few years, right? We, we can all say it's time for new voices. And I frankly think some folks who are bowing out now are, are tired, are done, right? Like it's been a grind. And so asking somebody who's going to get all kinds of vitriol spewed at them for, you know, certainly the campaign period, and if they win another four years, it can be a pretty hard sell. So not to talk it down, I obviously think that this is such an important job. Municipal government affects all of us as Londoners, you know, our lives every single day, even if you don't realize it or, or don't think it does. So these are really important races. These are really important positions. 
And I absolutely do subscribe to the idea that, you know, we need more, more voices, more diverse voices. You know, that means age, that means background, that means, you know, positions and, and jobs and what career have you held before or as you sit on council. Um, all of these things, you know, make our democracy stronger. And I think more Londoners would feel represented if you can see someone, you know, who looks like you or sounds like you or came from an in industry that you came from on council. And yeah. I I always hope that that might bring some more people along, right? That that might get more people interested in city council or at least paying attention to city hall and all the business and the work that goes on there. And that really council has plays a big role in shaping our city, right? So yeah. I encourage people to ask their city councilors, right? What is your vision for this city? What are you going to do if you're elected? Um, and if you uh, think that change is needed or, or if you don't think that change is needed, I suppose, you know, get interested, look up your counselors and if you, uh, your candidates, I should say, and if you have some time, consider volunteering or donating. It's a big, big job. Uh, and this is, as we said, going to be the crunch period where, where people can use your support if you're, if you're passionate about um, London. Yeah, and any, and any of the candidates for sure. Um, let's talk about, because you, you did touch on awareness and, and, and knowing your candidates and knowing kind of the local issues, because it does affect all of us. But it's so hard for people to get into that locally sometimes. So um, what, what do you recommend for people to start learning about who their candidates are? Maybe even what ward they're in, because I bet you there's people who don't know what ward they're in. How do they even just start to learn about some of that stuff? Absolutely. So uh, such a good question, Rachel. Such an important point. You can look yeah. up your ward pretty easily online. Um, if you go to london.ca, I think especially right now on the homepage, there's um, some quick quick buttons to get you to the election page, but otherwise just, you know, uh, search ward or ward map or elections. There's a, a nice system where you can plunk in your address, find your ward. That's a good base point. That'll, that helps you know who is your counselor right now. And that will help you obviously find the candidates running in your award you know possibly even easier is when you're out and about look around there are election signs all over the place now right especially um now that the nomination period is closed closed and signs are going up so pay attention to the names you see it, uh, the faces you might see on the sign that's a super easy way you know if you're not engaged at all um to just start thinking of those names and and folks and learning about people um as i uh mentioned you know a lot of people are kind of still getting getting sorted, at least by my view. So it might be difficult for you to find some information on some of these candidates. Um, and we talked about how hard of a job this is. So that's something to keep in mind. But on the other hand, if somebody wants to represent you on city council and, you know, it's, it's the second week of September and they don't have any sign anywhere, not a physical sign, but like no online presence, um, that might be something to take into consideration, right? That you, you want somebody who's going to represent you and and um, and know how to do the job. So I think it's really important for these candidates who who aren't anywhere yet. They they've got to get out. They've got to hit um, you know hit the pavement, start knocking on doors, and and hopefully get some kind of an online presence up because that's really important these days. So yeah, uh, yeah. I obviously would encourage people to turn tune into uh, the London Free Press podcast online or a print edition. Of course, I'm biased, but I got to say it. We're going to be running, um, you know, some candidate surveys, uh, though. I'm just waiting for all of our all the responses to come back into me right now. So that's, you know, just a really simple way to see in their own words, who are the candidates? What do they say is important to them? 
you know, what are their, their priorities for the campaign or for their time on city council if elected. Uh, and obviously we'll be covering the campaign. That means debates, um, you know, flare ups along the way and interesting news all around there. So hopefully people will tune in, uh, you know, local media, it covers municipal elections. And, and I think that's a really good place to start to help get to know who is running, what do they stand for? And, you know, how does the campaign unfold? Yeah, well, we'll definitely be watching you and all your reporting because I know you're you're definitely going to be the one keeping up with all of this. So we're going to watch for all of your articles and all of the uh, candidate surveys that are coming out. And certainly, I also encourage you to you know research your candidates and just research who's in your ward and and who you might vote for because voter turnout for municipal elections is historically very low. Um, and but it's one of the most important um, you know uh, governments that affect you that affects you daily. So. It really is important to keep up with all this stuff. So we'll be watching for you, Megan. And thank you for giving us the lay of the land. I'm sure we're going to talk to you again soon. Thanks so much, Rachel. Lots of uh, news and election coverage, I'm sure to come. So hopefully we can we can chat again as things heat up. 